Hello and welcome to the Refreshing Change podcast. My name is Nicola Scott and I will be your host. Stacey, thank you for joining me on the Refreshing Change podcast. Welcome. Hello, it's lovely to be here. I'm so excited to get into a chat with you. Stacey, you and I have known each other for got a very long time a long think, time now yeah yeah I think I coached you gymnastics when you were in P1 so that is I think so I think I, so <laughs> that is a long time let's a while, not, let's a while ago figures out there but it's a long time let's put it that way <laughs> yeah. excellent um Stacey you and I have like been in each other's lives for in various different points of our own journeys we've kind of come together and gone apart and all that sort of stuff and I've loved watching what you've been up to the last couple of years so we're going to dive into some good chat about business and about how you can, I suppose, kill it without actually slaving away. So can you give up for the benefit of the listeners a bit of a kind of brief background about yourself, the business, who you are, what you're all about? Yeah, so um, like Nicola, I'm from the borders. We're actually from the same little town. Um, so that's how our sort of paths crossed and and how how we know each other essentially um I finished high school not really knowing what I wanted to do um went into a, a job I'd, I'd worked since I was 13 of uh, I must say you know when I die they will not see at my funeral that I'm not a hard worker because that's mm-hmm. something that I, I I worked since I was 13 in a little cafe and then you know always had jobs never I think I've had a period of weeks without a job and that's been it so always had that sort of hard work ethic um, didn't really know what I wanted to do um, took a job and decided that I was going to go traveling um, family in Australia and that's where I ended up and I, I spent a little bit of my life and absolutely loved it um, somehow fell into deciding that I wanted to go into nursing and I remember telling my mom and dad and I've rode horses my whole life and had horses and they kind of laughed at me and said you know when your horses get a cut leg like you're the one that's been sick around the corner and I said no this is what I want to do this is what I want to do so came back from Australia studied nursing for two years and had a bit of a pivotal moment um, and felt that I was too young to do what I was doing Um, I didn't feel like I had enough life experience and um, decided that it was not for me at that time had a break of five years um, dabbled in a few things, sold advertising, ran a magazine. That was really fun. Um, and then moved on to fashion and sort of um, circled back into a fashion brand that I'd worked at when I was a bit younger. Um, had my child and my little girl, Addie, she's four. And when I went back to my job after maternity leave, they essentially said, well, you know, if you've not got childcare and you're not available 24 seven, then we can't give you back what you, you had. And I was kind of like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, I'm, I'm going to have to go on the dole and I'm not going to have a job because I don't have childcare. And I kind of was like, right, I could go back and finish my nursing. I want to give my daughter a better life and I emailed on the Monday, interviewed on the Friday, started on the Monday. So within a week I'd went back to my degree not knowing if this is what I wanted to do Um, and yeah it was a bit of a just a, a whirlwind of well this is what I'm doing. It might not be what I want to do but this is what I'm doing. So um that sort of leads us to the sort of start of my business. Um, I had my little girl and I was a cool mum. I never carried about a mum bag or anything like that. And 
um, I was using a little clutch, um, a little, it was actually a, a Scottish brand at the time, but it wasn't the perfect size. It wasn't what it was designed for. I had nappies and a, um, a few wipes and that sort of jazz. And I would have it under the arm, my arm or in the bottom of the buggy and Ari in the other arm. And I thought, I can do this better. You know, this is a good idea. Like I, I've loved having it. It's, you know, it's not breaking my back, having a huge bag. Um, so I started sampling from China. This was start of 2020, pandemic hit, and suddenly everything was locked down. So samples from China never happened. And I essentially Googled British manufacturers and worked down the list and gave everyone a call. And I got to my current manufacturer and she's a lady from Manchester. And I think she thought that I was some teenage girl, like deciding that I was going to start a brand in lockdown, you know. So it was a bit of a it was a bit of a fight to basically get her to sample what I wanted to sample, and and funnily, Full Turn now we're her biggest customer. <laughs> so that's where the sort of brand started from. Um, I never really said the brand is called Arnco. It's a vegan leather accessories business that's focused around timeless, multifunctional pieces that are affordable luxury essentially. But we can dabble in that more along the lines of the podcast but that sort of takes us to where where we sort of launched and um, we launched as a, a sort of mum brand but suddenly turned into a fashion brand so I love for my products to be multifunctional that mums can still use them but our our bags are pretty cool so yeah and um, we won Scottish uh, fashion startup of the year this year which is really exciting and um, sold thousands of bags all over the world um and it kind of takes us to where we are now so yeah oh Stace thanks so much for sharing like I love your journey because actually there's some real key lessons for folk that are listening that sort of like work ethic and mindset of like just I'm gonna figure everything out I love that yeah. That's really strong like everything's figure outable like yeah and I- knowing you I know that you don't take no for an answer a lot of the time I think that's such a strong quality to have yeah my mentality is if um if someone can't help you or the answer is no that you're in the wrong room and we have we figured out everything ourselves you know we've googled we've phoned people we've asked the question I've asked some cheeky questions to some people that probably I shouldn't have but I think the only the only thing people can say is no so you know um we both have a little bit of a background of selling um and you know one of the mentalities you use is that each no gets you closer to a yes so you just have to keep going and as i say we have figured everything out we have self bought uh, self build uh, built our website and we're self building our second website now we have figured out shipping and postage and just all that good stuff that comes with it you know and it just really shows that I don't come from a family that run their own business or anything like that. I have really taken it from the ground upwards. And I think we come from quite a small place that doesn't necessarily have a lot of people that have done what um, you've done or what I've done. And it, it makes it hard. There's no one to really ask the question. So if you don't figure it out, no one is, you know, so it really falls down to just making it work. Yeah. And taking that like responsibility for yourself to be like, right, I, you know, like you said, I want to go and travel or I want to start nursing or I want to go and live, a, you know, ha- create a better life for my daughter and like going and actually doing it, which is like really admirable, Stacey. Like, it's amazing. Thank you. Um, And that thought as well, I'm going to, I'm going off track already. I knew this would happen. <laughs> um, but that thought as well about like, 
keeping, I suppose, speaking at what do I really want, you know, going back nursing, I know, I, 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 I'll ask you that as a question, actually, like the nursing thing, like, I know you're still nursing and building the business, but does that, does nursing play a role in the future or you, what, what's? Um, so I think when I went, I went back to nursing, I started it and I loved it. It's, it's never been something that I've not enjoyed. I really enjoy taking care of people. Um, I love speaking to people and the stories that you hear. And essentially, I'm a people person. Mm. Um, when I went back, I didn't know if it was what I wanted to do, but it was a means to an end to create a better life for my daughter. Um, when I went back, I started in sort of theory work. And then my first placement back was a COVID ward at the very beginning of COVID it was extremely scary I remember coming home and stripping at the front door and putting all my stuff into bags and then um my husband would keep my daughter in the living room and I would jump in the shower and you know it was it was such an uncertain time and I really kind of thought in those moments what have I done you know what have I done but the sort of um there are, I think it's like everything in life. There are some really, really rubbish points. And anyone that's probably listening to this knows the state of the NHS right now. And it's pretty dire and we are fighting fires and it's not fun a lot of the times. But you have those moments of real sort of joy and, you know, making a difference in someone's life. And um, there's been points that, that I'll remember for the rest of my life. And I would like to see nursing plays uh, a part in, you know, my future. I enjoy it, mm-hmm. but it's, I'm so passionate about my brand. So mm-hmm. it's really what I would like to continue, but maybe more on a flexible basis rather than like all in, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I'm, I'm really fortunate that nursing is the type of job that it's not a nine to five. So whether that's one day a week or, you know, two days a week or three days a week, it's, um, I sometimes think when people start their business, they're unfortunately in nine to five jobs. So it has to be an all or nothing. Whereas I've been really fortunate that I've tailored down my shifts, you know, and I do what I can when I can, basically. Mm. Yeah, I love that. But I suppose it's just like, um, when you describe, I mean, people can't see this when they're listening, but when you describe the passion and love for your brand, your whole face lights up. (laughs) Going on that that journey to find the stuff that really lights your soul on fire. That's what the refreshment is about. Like go after what you deeply desire and like say that lesson of like everything's figure outable. Just go and find it out. I love that. Um, The podcast is obviously all about change, which is something I'm really passionate about. How do you, I ask all my guests this, how do you feel about change these, right? Like in your life? Um, So I'm an easily overwhelmed person, Um, which (laughs) being a nurse and uh, um, being a nurse and a businesswoman, you wouldn't think it, but I am very much that duck that's on a really peaceful lake and everything looks good on top and it looks like I'm peacefully swimming about and handling my shit and can I swear on the podcast yeah yeah you're fine you're fine (laughs) and underneath the water my legs are like doggy paddling as quick as they can yeah I'm very good on the outside but then I'll be crying in the cupboard later so um I struggle in some aspects um I like change. I've renovated three houses now. I'm always looking for the next point um, and the next step. But then I think sometimes, as we've discussed before, that can be detrimental and not, you know, sort of appreciating the journey and always looking for the next the next change. 
yeah yeah it's a real sweet spot isn't it to be like yeah. grateful and I'm praising and I, I'm thankful for what I've got but you know I still seek this change or I still want to go after this goal and it's just finding that really nuanced but finding that balance for us all as individuals because it's different for us all isn't it but yeah I love that sure nice so when I was doing my homework before we recorded this I was looking at the website for the business and I loved your tagline you're a vegan brand so I love the tagline we believe you can kill it without killing it which when I knew we were recording the podcast I read that as like the business and the hustle and like building a thriving brand without sacrificing like your own well-being or your you know not being in that state of overwhelm or not burning out which I think a lot of business owners and arguably people in corporate really struggle with and I know it was about the vegan the vegan product talk to me about like if we use that analogy for business how have you found the last well you're you're what three years into business now how have you that journey Um, with you so I think when I started the business we were still very much in that hustle culture and if you didn't work 24 7 you were failing at your business and I still think that some things are applicable like uh, running a business is not a nine-to-five if you expect to turn your phone off at five o'clock at night then you're going to get a, a shock very quickly but I think one of my goals this year is definitely prioritize and rest um I'm not saying because I made it my goal that I'm good at it, but mm. for example, yesterday, I was saying this before we started recording the podcast, we made like quite a big um, business decision in the last few days. It's quite overwhelming. It's, it's, what, it's the biggest risk we've ever taken, essentially. And I went for a nap and um, my sister <laughs> always shouts at me for going for a nap, but it might seem like a childish thing and a, a sort of silly thing, but I get so overwhelmed that I cannot think straight. Mm. And that for me is just an hour of quiet. And I wake up and I think, you know, once I'm over the sort of grogginess of waking up, I have more clarity. I can sort of go about my day and, and get on with the things I need. Um, but I think one of the things that I need to work on is sort of planning for rest rather than getting to the stage where I'm like oh my goodness I cannot cope I need to not think about this for an hour you know what I mean so um that's something I am trying it's not the easiest but it's something I'm trying to work on yeah nice even just having that awareness of what you know what the areas are for growth and how do you develop from there it's interesting I had um was speaking to one of my old clients last night because I've got a, a coaching membership and we had a session last night and one of his goals for March was to run a 10K, but he got ill and poorly. And his Garmin watch was telling him to rest and recover and take time off, but he just kept ignoring it and kept running. So it's sometimes our biggest win can come from moments of silence or having time out or recharging or having some rest, isn't it? It's that, um, and you said it before about, you know, a lot of that kind of business culture or just work culture is just hustle and work longer hours. And there's so many people that I see and speak to that are just burn out. And that yeah. when you get to that stage of burnout it, it, and whether, you know, you and I both in businesses that we're hugely passionate about and we love. So it's easy to work a bit more, I think. I'd have yeah, to work all the time. Um, yeah, I'm for sure not saying that I work, you know, a reasonable amount of hours and I you know just just sort of run this business for the fun of it but I think as well something that I'm realizing now is time spent doesn't equal product 
productivity mm, so you know yes. actually if we are sitting down and we're you know we've got a t- an allocated time to an hour say and I think right I'm going to work on the business and I sit down and I open my laptop I spend 15 minutes figuring out what I'm going to do today mm. and then I do what I need to do and then I have a think about it again I'm like right what do I need to do now whereas actually if I had spent time working really the work that I had done would have taken half an hour but it took me an hour because I didn't know what I was doing Mm. so I think that that's a really important um sort of point to take away is you could work all these hours but you're not necessarily going to get the jobs you need to um need to do done if you've not planned for those Mm. um and I think that's something I'm really trying to work on at the minute is planning for my day and figuring out sort of what needs done today what can be done tomorrow and what is on the back burner and you know we've made this this big decision in the last few days and actually it sort of is determined by something else that needs completed first and I've totally pushed that to the side and now I'm like shit I need to get back on that because that needs to happen first you know so it's not it's sort of not getting ahead of yourself and sort of um getting the things that need done now done now you know yeah there's a lot there's lots of thoughts in there there's one thing I go on about this all the time to clients and and people in the membership around like micro tasks so I think like there's so much you could get into around like time management and planning and all that sort of good stuff but I use like doing the laundry as an example I think and you're a mum you'll relate to this I'm (laughs) so I only have laundry for myself to do which is a bit easier but I think a lot of mums are like right I've got to do the laundry it's on the to-do list actually doing the laundry is like eight micro tasks it's like yeah all the dirty washing load the washing machine put it on hang it up and you can't do all those at once yeah exactly so Mm. then when we're planning like our week or our month or our day I think people set the bar so high I definitely am a bar high setter and then you don't always achieve and then we just spend the time beating ourselves up like I didn't get that done actually we've set ourselves up to fail before we even started because it's going to take us, we need time for those eight micro tasks of just yeah. being on And I think it's about being realistic on the time that these things are going yeah. to take as well. I am yeah. too good at planning my day and thinking, right, I'm going to meet so-and-so at this time and then I'm going to do this at this time and I'm going to fit this in at this time. And suddenly I'm two hours behind where I needed to be. Things get left out and I've not had a break, you know. I've not mm. had my lunch and it's three o'clock in the afternoon and then that leads to bad habits of snacking and mm. it's mm. it all fits in and I think you know that that cliche saying um prepare fail to prepare is to prepare to fail you mm. know and if you don't plan your day out and you you don't sort of prioritize tasks you're just going to get sidetracked yeah yeah for sure the other thing on this subject that I see quite a lot happen um is that people associate their productivity with their value as an individual yeah so people, and I see this with people working jobs and they're like oh yeah but I stayed till eight or nine last night like why did you do that oh I got all my work done but it's just you know like it's that sort of seeking validation almost from whether it's the job or from clients or customers or whatever it is but it's the a lot of people I think in society have attached their own personal value to the productivity that they output which then it defaults into like just working longer hours with yeah. such a toxic habit. And I think as well, you know, the planning, the planning has a toxic side of it as well, because if you have a list 
and you know you think well I didn't do well unless I finished the list and actually um something that I've been talking about with my coach is the list is the daily running of the business Mm. so you know you could have on your list um pack orders post orders um insta post tiktok and you do those jobs and you suddenly think oh you know I've, I've done those jobs but actually those jobs need done tomorrow as well you know and it's just appreciate appreciating that that's the daily running of the business essentially yeah there's um there's so I, I love all this stuff you know I love a list I have lists of lists of lists I'm like one of those people but the thing with I suppose I'm passionate about and the whole refreshing change is about finding what works for you so like some people yeah. are like, I think I'm a list person because my mum's a list person so I've always yeah. been around the list um but you're so right normally or what I can what I notice is that you know I used to start with a, a to-do list on a Monday and I get to a Friday the list was just longer than it was on a Monday and it be, mm-hmm. you're like what have I been doing and you've been doing yeah. stuff but I always then my mind would always focus on I've not done enough I'm not mm-hmm. enough like rather than actually where's the stuff that I have achieved so one of the hacks that I kind of where I heard it but like creating a master to-do list so I've got like in my phone anytime I think of something that needs done it goes on my master to-do list and then when I'm planning every week I'm like taking it from the master to-do list be like right I'm gonna get yeah. that done this week I'll get that done tomorrow yeah so that, um a I'm being more realistic about the time it takes to get the shit done yeah and, and also I'm brain dumping everything that I know I need to get done in one list so that's um, something I like to do and I call it in my head a mind clear so oh, I love you that. know I'm like clear. yeah so it's like a, it's essentially a brain dump but I think it sounds prettier um, <laughs> and um I I need to do it better because it really really helps me um but I essentially do that so I I write down every single thing in my head and that could be pick up the pair of socks that are sitting in the bathroom but it's in my head and I get very fixated on things and tend to do the tasks that are bothering me the most rather than what needs prioritized Mm. um so I write everything down and then like you say I move things over right these are the things I can get done today and then that list carries on and I think that that's that's quite a good way of doing it because you know it's documented it's down I don't need to think about it I'll get to it when I can essentially yeah it's like having a second brain isn't it rather than your own on like a storage like a yeah. hard drive yeah yeah external hard drive I love yeah. that I am um, I find I've spoken to a few clients actually that struggle with getting to sleep and I that's the yeah, first thing I always say to them have you done like a brain dump but I'm going to use mind clear now if that's all right yeah. <laughs> um I'm going to steal that I love that um oh I, yeah Stacey there's so much in that around planning and that kind of thing what have been the like the highs and lows of business and I'm sure we could you've got loads that you could share but what I suppose from your own journey like having a vision of I can do this better with the bags like as a new mum to like creating a business that's award-winning like what you know talk us through some of the highs first of all so I think I struggle with this and this is definitely something we've we've talked about um I am very much climbing the mountain and then I get to the peak and I realize that it's a false peak and it's the next thing Mm. and I think fuck's sake I'm only here you know and it's never good enough and that is something that I hand on heart I'm totally horrific at you know I am always thinking about the next thing and I think it's really difficult for me because I I 
kind of get to these little milestones or these goals or these achievements, but there's always a backstory. So for example, you know, I could win, um, for example, I could win something and I think, but oh, I actually know the people that put the awards on. So have they picked me because I know them or um, I've sold X amount of bags and I think, but they were on sale. So, they, you know, would they have sold full price or, you know, I launched something and it does really well. And I think, yeah, but then everyone that wants one's bought it now. So that'll be it. You know, everything has a backstory and I am really horrific at appreciating you know the, the highs in my business um, and I get quite caught up in the lows of the business so if we launch a bag that hasn't done particularly well I'm really difficult I find it really difficult to sort of justify and then believe so for example we launched a bag and it's more of an evening going out bag so when we launched it, it probably wasn't the right time of year. People are really sort of skint from Christmas and things like that. And it didn't necessarily hit the goals that we wanted it to hit. It, it didn't do poorly, but it didn't hit the goals. So I, I know that it's probably not the right time of year. And I think it will slowly, it will be a grower rather than, you know, initially. Um, but I have a hard time believing those reasons, you know. So I think... Um, there's been lots of highs in the business and I don't necessarily appreciate them how I should. It's good to even just have like have that awareness because sometimes just the pausing and almost forcing yourself to sit back and reflect. I was doing that last night with Change Club members and we were doing a quarter one review and I was asking them all the questions about how's your first quarter of the year been and I was thinking god I need to go away and do this for myself yeah. well to be like appreciate what I've done in January February March so far I think year. I might do that actually I yeah might sit down and do that I'll sit I can I send quite you some, helpful yeah. yeah I'll send you some stuff through but sometimes that just sitting and actually putting ourselves in if, if we don't automatically go there it's intentionally trying to force ourselves to be like right I'm going to write a list of only the good stuff with you know I, I won an award full stop like no backstory yeah you know, you need to do the backstory get rid Put of that full stop in yeah um because yeah I think and that's the thing isn't it it's, with anything in life there's so many people and I would assume this is true for you in the business space as well so many people that want to cheerlead us on or that can acknowledge our own you know our strengths or our successes but sometimes if we don't believe ourselves like that's where the true magic is when we can get ourselves yeah. into that state of like yeah I fully believe it yep yeah, for sure um I think it's a total skill and I think um that's something that's spoke about quite a lot um in the entrepreneur community is you know you you have these big goals and I have I have an ultimate goal the ultimate goal for me is to see my bags sold in Harvey Nicks but I'd that's just the, the that. goal that I've had from the very start. Yeah. Um, it kind of was at the start was a bit of a, you know, a tongue in cheek thing, but actually, no, that's the goal. So I think my bags have made it. If I, I see my bags in Harvey Nicks alongside all these amazing designers, mm-hmm. but you quite often hear from sort of the entrepreneurs that have done the same thing or, you know, the marathon runners or the Olympians and they win the, they win the medal or they, they get to the goal or they sell the business for X amount of money. And actually it's the worst day Mm -hmm. because they've achieved that goal. And actually they've not enjoyed 
the, the process going up to that goal. And I think that's something that I'm very aware of and I need to sort of take take a moment, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's a powerful lesson, isn't it? To enjoy the journey. And it's, it sounds really super cliche and a bit cheesy, yeah. but there's so much truth in it. Because actually, I, I talk a lot about this in terms of finding like happiness and joy. That's why I create the Refresh and Change. I believe that everyone should or everyone is, I won't use the word shoot because I hate it, but everyone's on this journey to more joy and happiness and fulfillment in their life, whatever that looks like for you. And I think for me, lockdown made me really look inwards for that joy and happiness rather than externalise it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's like on a similar train of thought of, you know, how do I enjoy the journey? How am I present in the moment? How do I have gratitude? Um and you know love and all of those emotions on a daily basis rather than I'll be happy when I think we all so many of us live in that state of I'll be happy when I've got you know got the big house or when I've got the promotion or when I've reached that goal in the business or when I've found the perfect relationship but what does that does that just mean we're going to be miserable in life until yeah. that point doesn't you know when you start and thinking I think that. that sort of goes back to the hustle culture as well um yeah one one time in our lives when our paths crossed we were both in a sales job and it was constantly to sell enough to get to the next point to get to the next point to get to the next point and actually you know we were preaching all this about the product and everything like that and how it's going to make you feel amazing and all that jazz and we were the ones that weren't feeling amazing and we were trying we were so stressed about selling the product to get to that point you know and I think that it's it's a tough one and I think that we're like I've spoke about imposter syndrome quite a lot and I think that um there are people that don't believe it's it's a thing and I think that that's really difficult when you're the person that's feeling those feelings so you know when I won my award at the start of the year and I was on the stage with my sister in front of these amazing businesses and designers and models and what have you and I'm thinking oh my god like I don't deserve to be on this stage and you know you came along to a women in business event um, that I was speaking at um, on International Women's Day this year and I was in the toilet beforehand and I've got a video on my phone because I wanted to sort of like um, sort of keep it as a memory in the hope that in whatever period of time that it was a distant memory but there's there's a video of me on my phone saying I deserve to be here I deserve to be here because I was trying to make myself believe that I was worthy to stand up for these two amazing um women that run their own really successful business uh businesses sorry and I was sort of trying to trying to believe in myself that I could be here and there's part of it that's like well if you weren't you didn't deserve to be here Stacey you wouldn't be asked but I think it's difficult when you're the person that doesn't believe in yourself you know yeah and I think that's tr- true I was scribbling notes in when you were chatting there Stacey because it just goes to show doesn't it that and again like I've struggled with that in the business which has been really insightful insightful in my journey I was very confident in my previous role in that world of sports development I'd done it for years coming into business whole different ball game mm-hmm. um, so so how we think about ourselves or how we perceive ourselves is different in different stages of our life or different seasons I know that about you know once people have children and they become you know how do you how do we ident- self-identify like who are we as individuals yeah I think there's a the sweet spot is um 
going on the journey of creating whatever like towards your goals and taking action but that has to be coupled with am I growing as a person because it's all the stuff you said like am I working on my self-belief like do I understand why I don't believe in myself do you know because and this is a bit this is a whole different podcast episode (laughs) I'm obsessed with how the mind works I've um, my coach is also a clinical hypnotherapist and I've had hypnosis for some of my own challenges yeah. and my own thought patterns and it stems from childhood and it will for a lot of people but we don't we're not consciously aware of it yeah you know that that little voice that you said you know that um imposter syndrome or inner critic or whatever you want to call it in your own mind anytime we self-doubt ourselves, that's coming from somewhere so it's we need to do both of that like I'm working on myself and growing so I can believe what I'm doing and I'm taking the action to go after what you know effectively what lights me up what I'm really passionate about and I think I'm getting better at it you know so like for example maybe a year ago we wouldn't be or for example um we struggle as a business we're not at a stage where we have endless funds to hire models to to model our bags and actually there's three girls that run the business myself my sister and molly and we're three women with bodies and actually we look very different the three of us and an important thing for me is that my bags are accessible to everyone so why aren't three very different girls representing on our Instagram page and on our social media and things like that. So, you know, we've just started to film content ourselves and you can be so critical of seeing your body and seeing your face and everything on these social media. Um, And I I can't remember who it was that that said it, but I think it's not comparing and sort of um, seeing someone else on Instagram that you think is, is, you know good looking or skinny or whatever you aspire to be doesn't take away from how you look or how you feel so you know I'm kind of trying my hardest to in both aspects so in the physical and in the mental practice what I preach and say well actually no I'm here I've Mm -hmm. built a business I don't know anyone that's built a business um personally that has done what we have done in the short period of time that we've done so actually I deserve to sit here or actually my outfit was pretty cool yesterday I deserve to be on my Instagram feed you know and it's it's trying and I think it's a process it's not going to happen overnight is it you know so um it's just trying to sort of force myself into these situations until I believe what I say um I think um (laughs) it was Amy um small from odd muse and um, her business is done fantastically in the last um business and i saw a video of her the other day and i think she was more talking about product but her words sort of resonated with me and she was sort of saying tongue-in-cheek um if you throw enough shit at the wall something will stick mm-hmm. and that's kind of where my mentality has gone you know i just have to keep doing it and hopefully one day i will believe what i'm saying and um me and Amy my sister all the time our our phrase is fake it till you make it and you know I think that that in all aspects of the business works for us so yeah yeah I think you're right there's a real um I suppose it's just the society we live in now isn't it there's a real uh 
like normalizing like comparing ourselves to others I think it's the, the negative side of social media that I don't enjoy there's so many benefits but there's there are definitely the darker sides but it's just that and it is like you said Stacey it's a journey of like self-discovery self-inquiry like going in a relationship to you know to really love who we are as individuals rather than look outside of ourselves yeah. I remember when I started doing a like recording videos on Instagram or even though like if I listen now back to the first podcast I recorded you're like oh god I hate the sound yeah. of my voice <laughs> Yeah. But often like and I and again it's trying to remember other people don't perceive it or view it like that about I'm, I'm much more comfy now with the sound of my own voice and listening back to I, I, I self-edit all the podcasts so I've had to get yeah, comfortable with it mm-hmm. um but I've had a couple of people message to be like oh you should um you know do voiceovers for audiobooks for for folk for children reading children's stories at bedtime your voice is amazing on recording and I was like that's one thing I don't like about myself How yeah. do you, you know so I, I always that. I always think there's people out there that see things in us that we don't see in ourselves and it, like you said it's going on that journey to like start believing it yeah mm-hmm. I love that I used to be a fake it till you make it and now I'm a bit more of a like be truly authentic to who we are and be unapologetic about it like yeah. I've kind yeah. of gone on that journey of like there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it like you know it takes the work but oh my god it's like so rewarding when you you can see the journey you've been on and yeah even if you sit and do that reflection of the business I bet it comes back to your own growth and development as well Stacey and the the insights you've had or the lessons you've learned or the skills that you've gained you're like building a website from scratch is not an easy feat I've done it as well <laughs> but that figure out about nature that you've got you know it's having the confidence that'll like that'll see you for life yeah for sure Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah I think that that I'm a pretty resilient person so you know although the the duck legs are going under the water (laughs) I I cope with it you know Mm -hmm. and I get there in the end and I think that that's something that I probably need to give myself more credit for you know nice so if people were like we've covered loads of stuff in that around like you know building a business your own you know holding up the mirror and getting comfortable with who we are like looking out for our own lessons in life and and being able to I suppose thrive without you know without sacrificing our kind of well-being and mindset but like what would be your people are thinking well your business came from an idea didn't it you had an idea you saw Mm -hmm. you saw I can do this better there's a gap in the market I'm going after it if people have thought that in their own life they've identified something like what what would be your top tip for for them moving from idea to into a bit of action I think um what I try and say to people is if you sit on this it nothing's going to happen so if you start a start is a start if you start now in six months where will you be or if you sit on it for in six months, you'll still be in the same position. So, you know, it things don't happen overnight. And I think sometimes in business, we expect them to happen overnight. And we're ready to compare ourselves to the bigger brands. And um, there's a brand that we really aspire to. And we it's a completely different brand. They don't sell bags or anything like that. But we just love their branding and love their message and things like that. And actually, there was a, um, there was a point where I thought, right, I wonder how they started and you know you can only find so much on the internet I scrolled right back through their Instagram and this was sort of towards the startup like running the business and I realized that they were like three and a half years ahead of us from mm-hmm. launch so at what point did they start before that 
you know, and I'm comparing myself to a business that's been running for three more years. And I think, where am I going to be in three years? So for anyone that wants to start a business, you can't compare yourself to other people's journeys. And some things are down to luck. Some things are down to chance, to who you know. Um, we've made some good mistakes, like some corker mistakes. I remember when we launched our second product, sold really well. So, well, at the time was really well to us. Um, and I sent everybody the wrong color. So I had pre-packed them and I had like, I thought that I had one pile of black and one pile of cashmere colored bags. And I just swapped the labels and I sent every single person. So lost every bit of profit, sort of driving around, getting returns in, paying for the new ones to be sent out. Um, there were ones where we sent them out to people and we just, it was cheaper just to send them a new bag. So they got two bags for the price of one. And, you know, or the, the time on Christmas morning where I thought I'd lost my bank cards, wake up to, on Christmas to realise that I'd been taking flatly pictures of a bag and put my bank cards inside a bag to like hide them out of the flatly and sent my two bank cards to a customer. You know, so yeah, at least, that, at least they weren't stolen, but like she's lovely. The lady's local actually, local to me and she runs a business and um, I don't think she'll hear this podcast, but if she does, thank you so much for being so honest and sending me my bank cards back. So, you know, we've made mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to lose money. We have done things that have cost us thousands of pounds, but it's all part of the process. And I always try and sort of think of things as learning curves and think, well, we've done that. So we'll not make that mistake again. Mm -hmm. And we might make that mistake again, but we'll not make it a third time, you know, mm -hmm. and you have to try things. And I think that's the nature of the figuring it out culture is if we don't try it, we don't know how it's going to go. And, you know, we've done, we kind of use that same sort of thought process when we go to things like markets or events and things and we don't necessarily sell what we want to or it's a particularly quiet day or something and I kind of think or we do a magazine spread or we pay for some advertisement or whatever and I kind of think yeah that didn't do well but what if the right person sees this or what if the right person turns up at that market or the buyer for Harvey Nicks comes down to see their family and they're walking through the market just you know every tangent of thought sort of comes back to the what if and you have to do things with that sort of risk sort of risk assessment kind of thought process this big decision that we've made in business it's something we can afford to lose it won't be a great situation if we lose it however what if it benefits our business tenfold you know so mm -hmm. I think you have to think of it like that so just start and be aware that you're gonna make mistakes yeah Still there? yeah the internet went a bit funny there but I think yeah, yeah. we've got the gist of it start now and just be aware you're gonna make mistakes but that's part of the process of business, isn't it? Oh, so, 100%. Yeah, I love yeah. that. But yeah, I really love your yeah, figure outable and that kind of like optimistic out view, like so important. So yeah, Stacey, thank you so much for, for your time, for your wisdom, for sharing. We'll, um, I'll put the show in the show notes, the website and your Instagram handle so folk can go and check Absolutely. out the bags. And, um, and yeah, thank you so much. No problem. It's been a pleasure to be on the podcast with you. Um, and can't wait to give it a listen. 
thank you so much for listening I really hope you enjoyed that episode and make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast so that next week you can join us again